Folks, as I, as I have said uh, many times, uh, the government in uh, Pakistan, particularly the civilian government, cannot uh, run on its own and is always dictated by the GHQ gang. Uh, last week, uh, there was a, a meeting of Economic Council and they uh, agreed to import some uh, uh, sugar and cotton from India, which is available at 20% less price than the rest of the countries. And uh, it is uh, to be noted that it was approved by Prime Minister Imran Khan. And then uh, yesterday they had a cabinet meeting to approve it and then it was disapproved. So some uh, invisible hand or phone call has been made somewhere from Rawalpindi where this gang of GHQ resides who want to keep the Kashmir issue alive so they can make defense colonies run their commercial enterprises and whatnot. I mean unbelievable <laughs> when an initiative which is very very important for the economy of the country because the shortage of uh, sugar creates an artificial increase in prices and the sugar mafia which is very strong in Pakistan has uh, uh, total control on its prices and creates havoc and the price go up as much as 30-40% uh, for the poorest of the country. But the military gang they don't care because they make so much money. They, many of them have their own sugar mills and whatnot. How you can run a country where a gang of interpass second grade, not even first grade, interpass people control the country like that and they have their hands on the nation's throat. It, it is interesting to note that when we see uh, why they want to keep Kashmir uh, issue alive, uh, it is very clear that if we look into uh, deeper into this uh, issue, uh, it is really a non-issue. Uh, Kashmiris and particularly their leader, Sheikh Kashmir, Sheikh Abdullah, he willingly agreed to join India. He signed a paper with them. Although the king of Kashmir or the Maharaja of Kashmir uh, was uh, interested in joining Pakistan. But this gang of politicians who call themselves Line of Kashmir, I mean, it is to be noted that these Pakistanis are really uh, too much into this jungle era and the animals. Some is called lion, some is called tiger, some is called eagle, some is called a hog, and all that bullshit. But they are not humans. They are not proud to be humans. They associate themselves with animals. And believe me, mentally, they are half animals because their brain has not grown properly. 
Now, coming coming back to the uh, 1947 politics, the Sheikh Abdullah, who had uh, he lived for, I believe, another 15-20 years, and uh, had control of Kashmir for a long time, even after partition, but he refused to uh, join Pakistan, uh, and just insisted that we want to be with India. Then later, these Kashmiris they realized that they made a mistake, and then they started some uh, uh, movements. Uh, and India is such a great country that uh, they allow these kind of movements uh, legally. Uh, there are a couple of uh, political parties who openly say they want to move away from India, and but they are legally allowed to stay in politics. and they have very good influence in uh, in indian kashmir uh, we call it occupied kashmir but in pakistan if there is one word somebody says that he want to uh, get out of pakistan if he is a sindhi or balochi or patan then all hell broke loose he is banned he is put in jail he is called traitor and what not so what happened that the part of kashmir which uh, pakistan had they unilaterally decided to break it into two gilgit baltistan and kashmir the kashmiris were very angry on it but they could not do anything because the pakistan's uh, route the the uh, the land connection to china is through gilgit baltistan so they divided it and then they declared it as a as a province or some kind of independent state and now it is working with china and pakistan controls gilgit-baltistan its politics and what not but when the same thing was done by india they just start crying and crying and all over the world telling the same thing but they don't know that the world know the reality of kashmir anybody when he talked to indian government indian government can explain in 2 minutes that pakistan did not obey the un resolution and annexed the kashmir divided it into two and we have done it now after when he did it now you can read all newspaper you can see all tv channels no one has courage to criticize that why we separated gilgit baltistan from kashmir and why we annexed it from kashmir and why now we control it and the kashmiris have no control over gilgit baltistan which was part of the kashmir in 1947 so the point is that this kashmir issue is totally dead now even the legitimate uh, freedom struggle which kashmiri started in 1985 was spoiled by uh, pakistan's isi by sending some hooligans and so it is so bad that uh, an economic decision uh, doing business with india which will affect not only the inflation but also the availability of 
uh, a product which is so commonly used by everybody, including poors. And uh, the cotton, import of cotton is so vital for the exporters because the cotton production in Pakistan is, is, was low last year and the exporters will be in dire trouble for not getting the cotton and running the looms. What in the world is in the mind of this Pakistani military gang that they want to destroy the future of the country just for the sake of keeping an issue alive which is not even an issue. Many, many, even Muslim countries have decided not to support Pakistan on it. First of all, the Muslim world does not care about Kashmir or Pakistani or Kashmiri blood. The Arab world, which is 22 countries out of 53, 54 Muslim countries, they give a damn about Kashmir. They give a damn of, to any Pakistani. Over 100,000 Pakistanis have died in after 9-11 and over 50,000. Pakistan says 100,000, India says 40,000. Let's take an average, let's make it 50,000. Kashmiris have died in their struggle since 1985. Not even a single voice of support. Even when the Kashmiris were dying every day, we had this Yasser Arafat, the biggest thug and terrorist, get, taking uh, Indira Gandhi Award from Indian government. And when you compare Kashmir with Palestine issue, you will see that Palestine is a lesser issue than Kashmir. And in the last 70, 80 years, only 5,000 Palestinians have died, mostly by their own follies. Because the Israel has never committed any aggression against Palestinians. It defended it in 1948, 1967, and 1973. Otherwise, Israel has not done any uh, harm to Palestinians. They create all the trouble and killing themselves. They throw rockets on civilians in Israel. And when they get hurt, the Israeli government in defense attacks those places where the rockets are sent. These rockets are actually uh, imported from Iran undercover and the Hezbollah gang, which is another terrorist group in the Middle East and one of the worst, is what they do. Whenever they want some money, they send some rockets to Israel. Then Israel attacks, then some civilians die and they make human cry and collect some money. I mean, this drama is so fake that if the Arabs have any common sense, which they will never have, it could be solved in five-minute talks. This is not an issue at all. Only 5,000 people died in the last 80 years. 90% of them by their own police. While in Kashmir, we have 50,000 death casualties. In Pakistan, 100,000. Not even a single word of sympathy ever comes from Arabs. Only few Muslim countries like Turkey or Malaysia, they raise voice because they are uh, 
good friends of Pakistan. Other than that, every Pakistan, every Muslim country is just so bad that they never side with justice. But my point is basically that this military gang is self-destructing the country by making such stupid decisions of not importing a cheap product, an easy product, easily accessible product, which can come within a week and solve the price issue, help the inflation. And they don't want to do it. I mean, how Imran Khan run this government? It is impossible. Imran Khan, as I said like last time, Razia Gundo mein pas This guy, a playboy, a good cricketer, and a good philanthropist has been totally engulfed by ISI and by the Mullah gang, which works with ISI. And then they are not letting him work what he is supposed to do. Unbelievable. As I said earlier, Pakistan is not a country. It's a colony controlled by a cult of military leaders, a cult of Su Sufi gangs. And they are responsible behind every mafia, every trouble the country faces. This is not an independent country at all. This is a country controlled by barbarians, controlled by terrorists, controlled by smugglers. I mean, how the people of Pakistan can get any relief, it is not possible under these circumstances. And then this anti-India hysteria created by ISI and GHQ gang makes no sense. India has not done any crime by changing the status of Kashmir because Pakistan did it first. If they want to negotiate on Kashmir, they have to be on the level terms. They cannot say, oh, our people did not object to what we did and your people are protesting and you are killing them and this is inhuman and all that bullshit. The occupied Kashmir, the Muslims are under the control of Mullah gang. They created suicide bombers and terrorists, same like uh, Yasser Arafat did, but neither they got anything nor this Indian held Kashmir people will get anything. The solution is in civility. The solution is in negotiations. The solution is to get out of Mullah control and the shit of Islam. Where the people are portrayed as Bajahis and they blown up themselves or Indian police or military catches them and then they are hanged. How can you run a country or an area in this world when this Mullah gang want a society of 7th century. They fool their poor, poor uh, people's boys and girls and their own sons and daughters, they are getting higher education, getting foreign visas and doing the same thing 
what military gang in pakistan is doing or mullah gang in pakistan is doing only the poor are suffering it is time we make some changes it is time we do what rest of the world does it is time we become civilized someone should tell this military gang nawaz tried and now he is a traitor too because nawaz was the creation of military the military gave a damn about it they created lot of uh, fake or real uh, cases against him put him in jail and forced the judiciary and the isi and neb to bring results according to what they like that is not fair the politicians are the real pride of the country even if he is corrupt let people decide you cannot use a military guns to suppress a politician this is very bad although the nawaz being a kashmiri used all the kashmiri gang to exploit and corrupt pakistan most of his associates are kashmiris and they are real thugs as one of my friend from gujranwala said to me once that there is a common saying in their area that if you see a snake and a kashmiri you know who to kill first this is how bad they are and now they are politically controlling pakistan as well even the the so called azad kashmir people they are so much against pakistan one of his president when nawaz was uh, convicted by the court said now we have to think whether we should join pakistan or not after that he was abused from every quarter and then probably he apologized or kept quiet but the point is very simple the the backbone of the country is economy the backbone of the country is poor and if the real actions are taken by imran khan to change that status and somebody from military gang tells him not to this is a tragedy this has to change other wave you might see imran khan uh, migrating to uk after giving up what he is doing he is doing good although he has corrupted all around but slowly and gradually because the corruption and the nepotism in pakistan created by punjab is very very deep rooted it is hard to challenge it it's hard to get a fair deal in pakistan while punjabis are controlling the way they are controlling the whole nation is in limbo that is why there is no business confidence there is no uh, social confidence there is no social fairness there is no respect for anybody women are treated like dirt and we have this Uh, bastard khalir rahman type punjabis who think 
that any woman who asks for his right is a whore. It seems that he comes from a family of whores and he hate women so much that he put his ugly comments on Aurat March. And you see Punjabis everywhere, Naseem Ajazi. I mean, the kind of novels he wrote, totally 101% fake. Mostly Arab ass licking. Mostly appreciating old time terrorists, attackers and whatnot. Instead of learning from the British era and be civilized like Qaeda Azam said. We have seen the magic the British governing system created in, in this continent. Created great politicians, created great universities, created a rule of law, didn't, did so much to a place which was like, like a jungle before that. Hundreds and hundreds of Nawab and kings and small states and all that bullshit were only having fun at the cost of poor. There was no future for poors in India before England English came. The Indians learned it. They follow the same rule. Rule of law is the most important thing they have in their country. And in Pakistan, we have nothing. And the country is nothing but a total crap where the military gang controls everything. Just few months back, a wife of a colonel, she forced a, a, a warden, a road warden, to open a gate for him. When he refused, she did it by herself and ran away. I mean, even this does not happen even in jungle. But this is happening right in our eyes in Pakistan. Every day we have tragedies. Every day... Now look at the Punjabi whose daughter was uh, raped and killed when he was going for Umrah. And when he came back, he became a hero. And he said he, we should hang every rapist. But this stupid guy, why would he leave his young daughter of eight years and go to an Umrah, which is a piece of shit? He wasted hundreds and thousands of rupees instead of sitting home and trying to protect her family. And then he come back and he became a hero. And every now and then we hear his uh, comments. Even the name of the law which Pakistan government established after that is in her, in her daughter's name. And he uh, walks on the street with his 32-inch uh, chest blown to 45. He should be beaten on the road by civilized people. How dare you leave your young daughter and go to that place of shit? waste our money and then try to become a hero instead of being sorry, apologizing to the nation. I mean, which route these Punjabis are doing? going? Every now and then they have incidents, father killing son, son killing father. All this poverty is absolute poverty in rural part of the Punjab. Richness, absolute richness in city side of the Punjab. There's so much difference in income level that it is hard to survive in the income which a poor Punjabi makes in rural area. Unbelievable.
and then we have these Punjabi gang of journalists in Pindi who is sabotaging the whole nation, destroying the whole country. Many of them have come from those towns, but they become mentally so corrupt, they forgot even their own area, their own poors, how they are living. I believe there is nobody in Pakistan who can tell them the truth because the truth telling is crime in Pakistan. God bless.